The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. We are taught from an early age that when we talk to God, it is called prayer. But when God talks to us, it's called schizophrenia. If you were to visit a psychiatric office today and report that God or goddess speaks to you, what would be the reaction? you'd be diagnosed with mental illness and walk out with a prescription or psychotropic drugs. We are conditioned to believe that only people sanctioned to have authentic conversations with God are great prophets, saints, holy men, and other holy beings who lived at least 2,000 years ago in some faraway land. These holy men wrote one book, a book literally written in stone. After that book was written, apparently God has gone mute and has not spoken to anyone since, right? Wrong. Billions of people are resigned to the idea that they cannot experience the divine presence directly, certainly not while they're still breathing. Sadly, such people eagerly await death when they will enter the glorious gates of paradise and finally get a glimpse of that presence. They never conceive that they would or could directly experience God in this body during this lifetime. This is from the book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition. Receive Wisdom, Blessings, and Love by Connecting with Spirit by Dr. Susan Chumsky. Doesn't every person yearn to communicate directly with Spirit? And what if we're not saints, sages, or holy men? Are we worthy of receiving the blessings of Spirit? Dr. Chumsky's deeply transformational book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition, teaches how to... Utilize proven techniques to open the heart and the mind to never-ending direct inner contact with divine. The book will help every spirit seeker to open a pipeline to the flow of inner guidance, love, healing, wisdom, and inspiration from the center of being and go directly to spirit and experience higher consciousness with no intermediary or outside agent. I'd like to welcome Dr. Susan Chumsky back to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Susan. Hi, I'm so happy to be here with you today. Well, I'm excited to have this conversation, especially in this day and time where it seems that people are running from one place to another, uh, seeking out answers in many different places, either grasping onto fear or allowing the mind and the media and the world to direct their thoughts, their actions, their emotions, their way of being. And yet there's a place that we can go that is still and quite powerful. And that's what you're bringing forth in this book, particularly the message that it is available to each and every one of us. Yes, Um, absolutely is, yes. So I want you to talk about this in-house counselor and 
how it's possible for each and every one of us to actually have that kind of inner guidance or inner genius when we really have been taught that that divine presence is either outside of us or that divine presence is so deeply inside of us that we have to go through many veils and many barriers and many walls and much uh, inner child work to even slightly consider that it's possible to connect. Yeah, um, you know, people put up a lot of false barriers and their beliefs about how difficult all of this is. And these are just constructs and concepts that they've placed in the way of their own inner divine guidance. So really, it is, it's exceedingly simple to be able to open the flow of divine guidance within. All you have to do is you just sit down in a chair, you close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, get quiet and still and centered within yourself. You may take some more deep breaths, and in between taking the deep breaths, just breathe normally. And then you might take some more deep breaths, and the deep breaths should be something like this, just, in other words, just breathing deeply. And this is not a method of, quote-unquote, watching your breath. That's not really, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about relaxing and getting into a quiet state. And so then you get quiet and still until you feel some sense of inner peace. And then you do something that generally people do not do when they're in deep meditation. And that is you ask. You ask for guidance. You ask for inspiration. You ask a specific question. And then you ask for creative ideas, inspiration, whatever it is you want to receive spiritual experiences, ask specifically for what you want, and then take another deep breath, and then do what I call the do-nothing program. That means do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing, and then you will receive the answer to your question, your experience that you had sought, and that will come to you basically in one of three ways, either seeing, hearing, or feeling. So it's so let me simple. back up a little bit, Susan, and, and go into uh, the ask. In, in, in my own book, Conversations with the Universe, also by New Page Books, I talk about this needing to be a conversation that if we're not willing to be in the dialogue, we can't possibly get a response. Is that why the ask is so important in meditation? Is that, is that part of the free will piece where we are seeking the answer and it can only come because we take that step to be in communication. Well, you hit the nail on the head right there. Exactly. And that's right. You have to have a dialogue in order to begin this flow of divine guidance. You also then ask us to, um, to call in the Do Nothing program. Can you talk about what Do Nothing really means? Because I don't know that everyone really understands how deeply do nothing can go. Mm-hmm. So when I say you, you, you participate in, shall we say, the do nothing program, that just means you do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. It means that you are open to receive the answer to your question. You're open to receive the response from spirit with a capital S. So you're not just 
um, sitting in a passive meditation, what you're doing is you are actively asking for something, then taking another deep breath, and then engaging in what I call the do-nothing program, which means just being open to receive whatever comes to you without expectations, without trying, without effort, without looking for anything in particular, just being open to receive. And I call that the do-nothing program because you're really doing nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. And the less that you do, the more successful you'll be at receiving this divine intuition from spirit with a capital S. So, Susan, this seems almost too simple, and it kind of goes against what many people are reared, uh, how they're reared, because they're taught, you know, in regard to religion, or we have to have a minister or a pastor, or there has to be a shaman, or we need to go to a psychic or a channeler, that there has to be someone that has to be the bridge or the conduit by which we actually have that connection. There has to be a special anointing. We need to require a blessing. But what you're saying is we just need to sit down and relax and ask and do nothing. <laughs> That's right. I know. I mean, I love that question that you just asked. Uh, nobody ever asked that question, and I love it because of the fact that it is so unbelievably simple and when I say unbelievably, it's because people do not believe that it can ever be that simple. But the reality is that it is that simple. And people make a lot of complications about things in their lives that are really much more simple than they think they are. So everything that I teach, everything that I do is based upon this one principle, and that is ask and it shall be given unto you. It's simply by asking that you receive. It's, it's so very easy for anyone to call upon a divine being, shall we say, and ask and receive the answer to their question or whatever it is that they're seeking. And when I say whatever it is they're seeking, I'm, what I mean by that is whatever they're seeking in that meditation at that moment. I'm not saying uh, sit down and ask for a Mercedes-Benz to plop onto your driveway that moment. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying ask a question such as, is it highest wisdom for me to take this job? Uh, what is wise for me to do about this problem that I'm having in this relationship? What is wise for me to do about the conflict I'm having with my boss at work? What is wise for me to do about this project that I'm working on? Please feed me with creative ideas for this project. Please give me guidance about the specific information I need about how to go ahead with this particular project. You know, things like that, asking questions like that, and then taking another deep breath and then simply allowing the answer to come to you, either through seeing, that means clairvoyance, hearing, meaning clairaudience, or feeling, meaning clairsentience. So what I teach is maybe something different than what other people teach, and that is I teach people how to receive these answers, this guidance, this flow of inspiration, how to receive that at will whenever you want to receive it. People think that, okay, I had one spiritual experience in my life, and, oh, I want to get back to that or something like that. I think, oh, 
that just came to me out of the blue. Well, not, generally, things don't just come to us out of the blue. They come to us because we've asked for these things to come. So that, that is the basic principle of what I teach, is ask and it shall be given unto you. So I want to go back to what you said, is people don't believe that it's possible and we are a species that loves to exercise our mind. We, we tend to really like to make things difficult. We want to hold on to our stories and the fact that it's just not possible for us. We're just not that special. We're just not that good enough. Rather than a deeper understanding of the infinite possibility, does a lack of belief pose a barrier in starting this process or does it does it work despite ourselves? Reality is that belief or faith or trust doesn't really arise without experience. In other words, in, in order for a person to have faith and belief, they have to have some evidence of that, usually. And evidence comes from experience. So, for example, if a person says a prayer, and they get a result, let's say. This is just an example. Uh, They get a result. The the prayer is answered. Then that starts to build their faith. So then they say another prayer, or they use an affirmation. And then they get another amazing thing happen to them. Another miracle happens. So with these little miracles that they get, they gain more and more faith in their ability to pray or their ability to do affirmations. Similarly, with meditation or with listening to the still small voice or developing your intuition, step by step, you practice, it works, you practice, it works, you practice, it works, and that, in that way you gain faith or trust. It's just like learning any skill, actually. Developing intuition is just like any other skill. It's like playing the violin. It's like learning how to read. You learn something, you practice, you learn, you practice, you learn, you practice, you practice, 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 and you get better and better at it. You do have to have some patience with yourself because you have to develop, it's a new skill to develop, just like any other skill. So it might take some time to develop that skill to get really, to really excel at it. However, to begin that flow of inner guidance is the simplest thing. You know, it's just like learning your ABCs. So you learn your ABCs, and then eventually you learn how to read proficiently. As we're moving through, our generations seem to be becoming more spiritual as opposed to religious. And as as we look at these younger generations and these uh, these different types of children that are coming in, they do seem to be more anchored in trust, more connected to their spirituality, and more willing to live boldly and in their genius. Can you tell me how you define spirituality and how you see that transition that is moving through our, our world as, as we birth new beings on the planet? Well, spirituality means being connected with spirit with a capital S, and that means connected to our true nature of being, our higher self being connected to who we really are. And when you're really spiritual, then you realize who you really are. 
So who we think we are is our ego. That would be defined as our ego. That's who we think we are. Who we really are is a higher self, which is our true divine nature. And it has unlimited possibilities, infinite creative potential, inner genius, as you mentioned. All of that is in our higher self. Our higher self is much smarter than our ego, in other words. And it has the answers to all questions in the universe. Now, you did mention that this new generation coming up is more anchored in their spirituality. Uh, well, that was, that's simply because those souls are being attracted to the higher vibration that's on this planet at this time. The planetary vibration has risen incredibly in the last approximately 50 years. And I've seen it because I am 68 years old, so I've seen it. I was there, I lived through the times when the vibration was much thicker on this planet. And, and the evidence is there as to how much more spiritual, particularly in this society in the United States, has changed tremendously. When I was young, there was uh, two esoteric bookstores in the entire country, one in L.A., one in New York. You would never find any esoteric or metaphysical book in any bookstore except for those two bookstores in the country. Now you find in every bookstore in the country, you find esoteric books, New Age sections, you know, in every bookstore. When I was young, you would go to the grocery store and you would the only fresh foods you would find would be tomatoes, lettuce, meat, potatoes, oranges, apples, bananas. Now you go and you find wide varieties of fresh foods and uh, living live foods everywhere in the grocery stores. Uh, when I was young, you would not see, it was impossible to find a yoga class or anything, anything remotely similar to that. Now you find yoga classes and you find martial arts classes on every corner. You find people meditating all over the place. So and the Internet is an explosion of metaphysical, esoteric information. So the evidence is there blatantly of how the vibration of this society, particularly in the United States, has changed dramatically over the last 50, 60 years. So that's the reason why the souls that we are attracting onto the planet at this time are more highly evolved. They're more open to receive these spiritual experiences. Just sit down in a chair, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, get quiet, still centered and balanced within yourself. Continue to take several deep breaths until you attain a state of inner peacefulness. The deep breaths will take you into a deeper meditation. Then breathe normally, relax into the center of your being. Next, do something that most people never do during meditation. Ask. Herein lies the entire secret. Ask a question. Ask for guidance. Ask for inspiration or healing. Then take another deep breath and do what Susan Chomsky calls the do-nothing program. This is on page 17 of this wonderful book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition. If she's giving you this big a secret that early in the book, you will not believe what the rest of the book holds. 
Dr. Susan Chomsky has dedicated her life to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, positive ways. She's the best-selling author of 11 books. A pioneer in the human potential field, she has spent more than 47 years teaching thousands of people meditation, prayer, affirmation, and intuition. Her book titles include Miracle Prayer, Divine Revelation, Exploring Meditation, Exploring Auras, Exploring Chakras, How to Hear the Voice of God, Ascension, Instant Healing, The Power of Auras, The Power of Chakras, Awaken Your Third Eye, and the book we're discussing today, Awaken Your Divine Intuition. You can find out more about her and all of her work, including her trips and her trainings, at her websites, drsusan.org, drsusan.org, or divinetravels.com. That's divinetravels.com. We'll be right back with Dr. Susan Shutsky. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine, Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Why spiritual spelunking? Why tending to our inner garden? Why devoting time to inner being when so much external doing calls upon us? An Indian sage put it wisely your own self realization is the greatest service you can render the world. Join host Jeel Asselin as he serves as both guide and companion on the journey within. Nurturing the spiritual spelunker in all of us can be heard every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. I invite you to take a look at the brand new issue of 1111 Magazine. It is available for free at 1111mag.com. You will find a whole host of beautiful articles that are inspired and shared by wonderful individuals around the world. Allow yourself this beautiful gift to find insight, to find support, growth, and revelation as you partake in its sweet pages. Again, that's 1111mag.com. 
Dr. Susan Shumsky says that it's easy to learn how to listen to that still, small voice within. She teaches you very early on in her book how to do that. She also says it's easy to distinguish between the true divine voice and other voices in your mind. The process could be likened to jumping off cliffs continually because you never know what's going to happen. With each leap of faith, you realize that either God will catch you or you're going to learn how to fly really, really fast. This is from the book Awaken Your Divine Intuition, and it is the newest of her many books, which includes a link to an online meditation. When you read the book, you're going to tap into an in-house counselor for inner guidance and inner genius. You'll receive signals that identify specific aspects of inner divinity, get divine messages and inner guidance, and test whether they're real. You'll have the ability to awaken clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient gifts. Experience radiant light and spiritual love and grace. Heal ego blockages that inhibit inhibit intuition. And experience the divine presence anytime, anywhere. You will understand that you are not alone and that you'll never be alone ever again. You can find out more about her work and her trips and trainings at her two websites, drsusan.org and divinetravels.com. Welcome back, Susan. I want to talk a little bit about a section in your book where you talk about developing a miracle consciousness. And we have this belief that miracles occur, but that too is very much like tapping into the divine. We believe that that just happens on occasion or something, uh, some type of real deep prayer in such a way has to take place for the miracle to occur. Talk about that miracle consciousness, and is it possible to be an ongoing, everyday experience of ourselves? Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, miracle consciousness, as I was saying earlier, is something that's developed step by step. In other words, we develop faith and trust in our ability to pray, in our ability to meditate, in our our ability to use specific spiritual techniques, such as affirmation and other techniques, we develop that step by step. It's just like you take a little baby step, and then you see, oh, wow, that worked, you know? I actually am taking a baby step, and I am staying on my feet, (laughs) not falling down. And then you take the next step, and the next step, and, you know, you're stepping towards your mom, your mommy. So that would be taking your first steps as a baby. Well, similarly, we're taking our first steps in relationship to the spiritual world. And some of these steps involve perhaps saying an affirmation and then getting a result. And then, wow, isn't that amazing? I got a result. So then that develops our faith and trust in our ability to do that. Similarly, with meditation or any other spiritual skill, we're learning to do it step by step. Now, a miracle consciousness, when you are in a miracle consciousness, it means that you have developed quite a bit of faith and trust through a a variety of experiences where you realize, wow, I'm living in the flow of divine grace and miracles are taking place all the time. They become commonplace. So that means that you're in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, and the right people show up. So you're living in a state of grace, in a sense. In other words, 
you are in the flow of divine guidance. You're in the flow of divine nature. And it's easy, effortless, and joyful to receive inner guidance, to fulfill the desires of your heart. Your true divine purpose is being lived, and your life is taking on new tenor and meaning because you are in touch and in tune with who you really are, with your higher self. And then this makes life a little easier. It doesn't mean that there's no challenges in your life. I mean, people have some, often people get some really ridiculous ideas about it, what it means to be spiritually awakened. They think that everything's just going to be like a fluffy cloud and all challenges are going to go away from their life and they're never going to run into any obstacles again. The reality is that when you're spiritually awakened, what it means is you are established in your own higher self. In other words, you realize who you really are and you're living from that level of consciousness, from a higher level of consciousness, whereby you can meet challenges and difficulties with more understanding, with more grace, and that you are able to handle these difficulties easier. That's all. It just means that you're able to handle any difficulties and challenges easier and that you're more happy. You live in a state of greater happiness and contentment. Yes, true awakening is really an invitation to deeper experience and allowing ourselves to continue to master more and more of ourselves, our different bodies, our different experiences, and to become um, more neutral in aspects to different things in addition to what you term as the, the God that is um, non-attached or uh, you had a specific term in the book where you talked about God in different, in different spaces. Oh. Right. The two aspects of God, meaning the personal and the impersonal God. Yes. That was you're speaking of? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so when yes. we allow ourselves to grow in that way, and we even acknowledge that there's a personal and an impersonal God, then do we open up to that within ourselves as well and move from that more personal divine within to that impersonal divine within that allows greater experience with less passion, meaning more dispassion that allows uh, us to handle things in a more neutrally balanced way. Well, that's a a wonderful way of describing being, uh, thank you for that, and that's a great way of describing being in contact with and realizing the true self, which is uh, that, shall we say, Atman, the I am self, uh, which is being established in that state of oneness and wholeness, right? Uh, That doesn't discount, though, our ability to be in touch with the personal aspect of the divine as well. So it's a good idea to be in touch with both impersonal and personal, just as uh, Ramakrishna, uh, the famous saint of the 19th century, he discovered after... Uh, delving into both the impersonal and personal aspects of God, he realized that, in fact, uh, it's really important to have both aspects of God realized within your being. In other words, 
to be established in that uh, oneness and wholeness, which is the the end-all, be-all goal of Vedanta, but also at the same time being in the state of divine love, which is the end-all, be-all goal of bhakti. So, in other words, having both the experience of the impersonal and personal gods at the same time within your being is the most fulfilled state of consciousness that you can achieve because not only are you established in the state of beingness, not only have you realized the I am self or the God self within, the impersonal, absolute, nameless, formless, transcendental consciousness, but also you're living in a state of divine love. Uh, divine love is really the characteristic of the personal aspect of the divine. So when you can live both aspects, uh, both the absolute and that divine love at the same time, then you are truly living a fulfilled life in bliss consciousness and at the same time, tremendous compassion and divine love. In going through the book, you provide really beautifully and simply step-by-step what someone needs to do, but you also allow people to access a meditation, a divine revelation breakthrough session that takes them into these deepening places that you now have spoken of, meeting the personal and the impersonal, going past the subconscious, going into the different bodies, and really going deeply, deeply, deeply inside in states of relaxation. Talk about experiencing that breakthrough and what that relaxation really means because our version of relaxation, particularly in the Western world, is more so taking time off and chilling out on the beach rather than really understanding from a spiritual sense what true relaxation is. Right. Uh, True relaxation is really a state of yoga. And when I say yoga, I'm talking about a state of consciousness. I'm not talking about an exercise done in a gym. So the state of yoga is union, uh, yoga, the word yoga meaning union. And what are we uniting? We're uniting the individual jiva or individual self, individual with the universal self, the higher self or the atman, the I am self. So what we're doing is we're uniting our individuality with universality. And in that state, we're in a state of very, very deep relaxation and peace and that is attained through meditation. So that's why I emphasize meditation. Meditation is extremely important in order for us to experience higher consciousness, in order for us to even begin this flow of divine guidance. It's important for us to be in somewhat of a relaxed state. And I say somewhat because you don't have to attain the ultimate state of consciousness in order to begin to develop your intuitive guidance and be able to listen to the still small voice of God within, or that divine voice within, the voice of true spirit within, with a capital S. So, yes, there's a big difference between meditation and chilling out on a beach. Meditation means really going into the state of expansion and transcendental awareness, higher consciousness, whereby we are connected with our higher self, where we're in this state of yoga, and that state is a state where we are deeply relaxed, at peace, content, 
we feel a sense of expansion. We are feeling unlimited expansion. We feel that we are uh, no longer embroiled in emotions of uh, of our ego, uh, difficulties, worries, doubts, fears, and all of that. Uh, those emotions melt away, and we are in a state of peace. And that state is uh, contentment, and it is a state of perfection. And when you have experienced that state, it's unmistakable, because <laughs> there isn't anything greater than that or more, shall <laughs> we say, there's, there's, there's nothing more, in other words, than that, because it is a state of perfection. What is miracle consciousness? It is knowing that you live in divine grace, filled with miracles and wonders every day. It is realizing that the Creator holds you by the hand and you are divinely protected. It is the understanding that God is your only guide and you are blessed by the power of divine glory. It is dwelling under the umbrella of the Almighty in the safe haven of divine presence. It is floating downstream in the current of divine love, washed in its beloved cleansing, healing waters. It is knowing for certain that all is in divine order. This is from the book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition. Receive wisdom, blessings, and love by connecting with spirit by Dr. Susan Chomsky. Deep within the heart of every soul is the desire to experience and communicate directly with spirit. The divine presence is not the exclusive property of great saints, sages, and holy men. Everyone is worthy to receive the blessings of spirit. In this profound, practical, transformational book entitled Awaken Your Divine Intuition, you will learn proven techniques for opening your heart, mind, and spirit to the riches of inner divine contact. You will open the pipeline to the the divine and begin the flow of inner guidance, love, healing, wisdom, and inspiration from your center being. You will awaken the still, small voice within. Go direct to spirit without a middleman and experience higher consciousness. You can find out more about Dr. Susan Shumsky and all of her work, her books, and her trips at her websites, drsusan.org and divinetravels.com. That's drsusan.org and divinetravels.com. We'll be right back with Dr. Susan Shumsky and Awaken Your Divine Intuition. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444, 
people all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized. So you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. God is pure life, therefore messages from the divine voice are wholly life-affirming and life-enhancing. A true divine message would never tell you to hurt yourself or harm another. There are various sections inside the book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition, leading you from how to tap into your divine connection to the types of questions to ask, the tests of spiritual discernment, and how to deepen your process by understanding the processes of many others and what they were able to achieve and receive from their own divine intuition. My guest today is Dr. Susan Chomsky, and she is a multiple best-selling author. She takes individuals on various types of spiritual trips and trainings, in addition to providing a wealth of information on her websites. You can find out more about her at drsusan.org and divinetravels.com. Susan, in the very first segment, you talked, you mentioned some questions. You phrased them a certain way. And in the book, you talk about how we pose the questions that we ask when we're in those meditations so that we really can receive the answer that we're looking for or the guidance that we're desiring from Holy Spirit. Talk a little bit about the methodology of asking the questions so that we create the dialogue. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a terrific question. Thank you, Simran. So in my book, in another book that I wrote, which is called Divine Revelation, which lays out this entire process that I teach, which is called Divine Revelation, in that book I have an entire chapter just on how to word the questions that you ask of spirit. And the reason why how you word the questions is so important is because if we want to receive the answer through divine guidance and we want spirit to answer clearly how we ask the question what we ask is really important in other words we want to avoid fortune-telling questions and what do I mean by fortune-telling fortune-telling would be something like will I will he will she will this happen when will this happen when will I when will he when will she so these kinds of questions are what I call fortune-telling questions. And why do we not want to ask fortune-telling questions? 
because of the fact that when you are asking a fortune-telling question, you are telling the universe, you are telling spirit with a capital S, you're telling uh, whatever is out there listening to you or in here listening to you is more accurate. You're telling that aspect of your being, your higher self, you're telling your higher self, oh, well, I don't have any control over my life. My life is not written by me. It's written by something else. It's written by fate or destiny or a karmic lord somewhere or something other than me. So you are presuming that you are not in charge of your own destiny when you ask fortune-telling questions. Now, and when we do the same thing, Susan, in terms of going to someone, a psychic or a medium, and asking them questions, are we, number one, doing the same thing? And number two, are they just tapping into the current mindset of the individual? And if the mindset changes, then whatever they would have said would have changed. Yes, Simran, you totally hit the nail on the head. So I, not only do I not recommend that you ask your higher self, fortune-telling questions. I also recommend that you do not ask fortune-tellers or psychics fortune-telling questions. And there's nothing wrong with asking for advice, though. And that's what I do recommend, is that you ask for guidance and you ask for advice. Uh, You ask your higher self, what is highest wisdom for me to do about this particular situation? Or you say something like, please show me please tell me, please give me understanding, or please give me ideas about, please give me inspiration about, or please show me the way. Please, uh, is it highest wisdom for me to take this job? Is it highest wisdom for me to get involved with this relationship? Is it highest wisdom for me to take on this project? Uh, what would be wise for me to do about this? problem or situation that I have. These are the kinds of questions that I recommend that you do ask of spirit because what you're asking for is you're asking for inner guidance. You're asking to be led by spirit with a capital S. You're asking for the divine lighthouse of life, which is God the good, omnipotent. You're asking that aspect of spirit, which is your own inner being. What is wise for me to do? So you're asking for um, guidance. You're asking to be led on the right pathway. And that is um, the best use of this whole process of inner guidance. Unfortunately, if you ask fortune-telling questions, you will get an answer, but it won't be an answer from your higher self because the higher self never answers fortune-telling questions. It does not, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't act as a fortune-teller. However, and this is kind of interesting, you may receive prophecy from spirit. Sometimes spirit will give you prophecy, but that is generally comes unasked. It doesn't come as the answer to a fortune-telling question. It will give you inspiration about the future. And, in fact, I've never, it's never failed me. It's always been true. However, I do avoid the fortune-telling question because that lowers your vibration. You talk a lot about practicing safe spirituality in the book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition, and you mention where the the messages come from in addition to 
how we receive the messages. Talk a little bit about the six different types of messages that we receive. Mm-hmm. So messages uh, come from four basic places. Now, I'm talking about messages that come when we're in meditation because mainly what this book about is about, this particular book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition, is not about uh, divination methods such as tarot or astrology. or There are many different ways to tap into intuition. You can even use dowsing. There's a lot of ways, and all of those ways are great. There's nothing wrong with all the divination methods. But this particular book is about receiving inner guidance at will. That means receiving the messages specifically from spirit in meditation through clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience. So those are the three main ways that we get our messages when we're tapping into meditation. And those messages will come to us in one of four places, the spiritual world, the mental world, the astral world, or the environmental world. In other words, when you open up to listening to inner voices, you're going to get your messages from one of those four places. And the spiritual world is the place that I recommend that you get your messages from, only the spiritual world. In other words, the other three realms are not acceptable for receiving true inner divine guidance. You're only going to receive true inner divine guidance from the spiritual world. And who lives in the spiritual world? Well, angels, archangels, divine beings, deities, ascended masters, the God of your understanding, your higher self, the beings who uh, deceased loved ones who have already gone into the light, that's who lives in that spiritual realm, and that is the place that, in my opinion, is the safe place for us to receive inner divine guidance. The other realms, they just are not safe, and they're erroneous. You're not going to get the truth when you tap into, for example, your own subconscious mind, which is filled with false beliefs, habits, conditioning, ideas, brainwashing, things that are just not true. Tapping into the mental, that's the mental realm, is your own subconscious mind. The astral realm, which would be entities, earthbound spirits, beings who did not go into the light after death, mischievous entities, malevolent entities, also uh, entities, some of these entities never have even taken human form. So I call that the astral world, and that's not a place that you want to tap into. There'll be faker spirits there that are pretending to be something they're not, deceptive spirits, and so on. So you, don't, you do not want to contact spirits with small S's. You want to only contact spirit with a capital S. And then the fourth place that you might inadvertently tap into, thinking that you're in touch with the true voice of spirit, would be the environmental realm. In other words, you're tapping into the beliefs, habits, and conditioning of the entire humanity, the beliefs of the human race, the beliefs of people around you. In other words, you're perhaps a psychic sponge and you're being influenced by people around you or the vibrations in the atmosphere around you. Well, that's obviously erroneous ideas also. You're not going to find the truth there. The truth only lies in one realm of existence. That's the spiritual realm, the spiritual plane. 
And that's where I highly recommend that you get your messages from and avoid those other three realms, the mental, astral, or environmental realms. So how do you do that? Well, by getting into a state of consciousness where you are one with spirit, first of all. And then I have an entire 10-test system to help you to be able to test and trust the inner guidance you're getting. Because who or what is giving you the message? Is it the true voice of spirit? Is it your ego? Is it your wishful thinking? Is it an entity who's faking you out or pretending to be something that they're not? A faker spirit, in other words, who or what is giving you the guidance? So that's why it's essential that you learn discernment. And that's why I have, I don't know, two or three chapters in that in the book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition, about how to discern by using this 10-test system. And when you use the 10-test system, all tests, 10 tests must be passed, not just one test or two tests, all 10 tests. That's why it's really important to use this system uh, in that way that all 10 tests are passed. And it's not that difficult once you learn how to use the 10-test system. You can use it pretty much instantaneously. It only takes really four seconds or eight seconds, I say in the book, eight seconds to use the 10 test. Dr. Susan has a variety of affirmations and different processes within the book in addition to her own divine revelation meditation that you can register for either through purchase of the book or by going to her website. The book is Awaken Divine Intuition. We've run out of time, and there's so much more to receive from this book and to really open up within yourself, so I highly recommend it. You can find out more about her at drsusan.org or divinetravels.com. I'm going to close out the show with a self-authority affirmation. It helps you develop and maintain a powerful sense of self-reliance and inner strength. With this affirmation, you can overcome what Dr. Shunsky calls psychic sponge syndrome. A psychic sponge is an individual who gets debilitated by unconsciously absorbing draining atmospheric influences as the sponge absorbs water. When you unintentionally invite mental, astral rubbish into your energy field, your mind becomes a muddy receptacle, incapable of receiving clear divine guidance. Therefore, it is vital to say the following affirmation audibly, preferably in a strong voice, before attempting to hear the divine voice. I am in control. I am one with God. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I close off my aura and body of light to the lower astral levels of mind, and I open to the spiritual world. Thank you, God, and so it is. To find out how to do these affirmations, to utilize the appropriate breath, and the process definitely connects with Dr. Susan Shumsky and her work through her website or her book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition. Until next time, in love, of love, with love, and as love, I am Simran. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. 
You are the journey. 